Hey, dear ones, did you know that you have a built-in compass guiding you to your soul mission with all the tools you need to fulfill that soul mission? Sound exciting? Then join me for a Soul Blueprint, the only certification program that reveals how to amplify your five spiritual gifts so you can consciously create a life and business of massive soul line success. Enroll now at allisonscammell.com forward slash soul blueprint. And you can find that link in the show notes. Well, hello there, my dear ones. I hope you are having a super fabulous day. And yeah, I'm feeling like there's a lot of amazing energy on planet at the moment. It's countering a lot of the collective fear. So my invitation for you is to just notice what you're plugged into. And if it's fear that's not coming from you, right? If it's fear coming from the collective or from other people, you don't want to be plugged into that. And it's really what we're going to be talking about today. This episode is going to be so powerful, you guys. And I really think that you will be very grateful. Another powerful emotion that you dedicated this time to tune in to what I'll be sharing today. So cozy in, get comfortable, light a candle, brew some tea, because you're in for a very powerful ride today. We're going to be talking about the truth of our emotions and the power of emotion work. We don't hear about that too often because we're often thinking about thought work and how to get the right mindset and how to be mindful of our thoughts. And I'm not saying thought work isn't important and doesn't play a role because it does. What I'm saying is that the emotion work comes one step before the thought work. It guides the thought work and helps us get clarity regarding what the thoughts really are deep down inside, deep in our subconscious. So in other words, the emotion work is going to drive the thought work. And it's really our emotions that tell us the truest story about exactly where we are in a given moment and how we can shift where we are in a given moment so that in tomorrow's moment and the next week or the next year, we're aligning our energy to our soul's highest dreams and aspirations. And getting clear about how we feel in this very moment is going to be one of the most powerful things you can do, my friend, to manifest and call into your experience your highest dreams and aspirations. So in today's episode, I'm going to reveal why our emotions always tell the truth, why you should incorporate thought work as part of your emotion work and how to do emotion work. We'll end on an invitation that will have you using emotion work to release the blocks tethering you down so you can align to your soul's highest dreams and aspirations with ease So be sure to stay with me until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio. 
a podcast for soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs here to bring about change on a massive level. We'll explore how you can activate your big soul mission, amplify your spiritual gifts, and clear the energy blocks weighing you down so you can gain unstoppable momentum in life and business. I'm Allison Scammell, your host and soul guide. Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,500, yes, we're growing, leaders and lightworkers who are in service to each other and the planet. Find a link to join on my website or in the show notes. Today, we're talking emotions and how our emotions always tell us the truth. Reflect back, dear ones, on your childhood. We have been told not to feel for our entire lives. Don't cry. Don't be frustrated. Don't whine. Don't pout. You better not pout. You better not cry. You better not shout. I'm telling you why. You know, like that's a song from Santa Claus, right? If we cry or pout, we won't get presents at Christmas. The good children are quiet and happy and calm. The good children don't have those big emotions. And it's one of the biggest things I do as a parent. I know I'm not a perfect parent. I strive to do my best. And if I do one thing for Freya, one thing, I am going to teach her that it's always, always okay to feel. Always. And every feeling is okay. Every feeling that a human could possibly feel is 100% okay to feel. And there's never a time where you should bottle those feelings up. Okay, sometimes we don't want to have a breakdown in the grocery store, so you bottle it up till you get home, but never ever bottle it up for an expanded period of time because it's okay. And it's one of the healthiest things we can do is to feel the big feels when they arrive to us. So Freya is a very physical child. She always has been. And she uses physicality more effectively than her words. She's not a big communicator in that way. We've worked through it a lot and we've we've done a lot of work with her. But when she first started school, she would sometimes hit because she didn't know how to communicate. She was also an English speaker who had to start, you know, pre-K in a foreign language that she didn't know. So she was just basically learning English. And then we piled on top of her a foreign language. Go ahead and, you know, start school for the first time in a foreign language and knowing that communication is not your strong suit yet. So guess what? She was physical because she didn't know how to express the big emotions she was feeling inside of frustration, fear, fear of not fitting in, all of those things, right? And I committed myself over and over and over again to let her know, Freya, it is okay to feel frustrated. It is okay to feel angry. It is okay to feel pissed off, but it's not okay to hit. It's not okay to use your body in a way that hurts others. 
And the message I have for you and why this is relevant for you is because I want you to know that every range of emotion that you feel is okay. It's more than okay. It's the truth. It is the truth. Your emotions always tell the truth. If you're feeling sad and depressed, your mind is going to come in and say, snap out of it. You should be doing better than this. Look around you. You've got a roof over your head. You've got food on the table. Why are you sad? Our thoughts will always try to convince us that we should feel something other than what we feel. But the feelings are the truth. Why? Because our emotions are a key part of our divine guidance system. And yes, we have our higher self and we have our spirit guides and we have source. We have that non-physical consciousness and we also have our emotions. And our emotions are here to guide us to whether or not we have a block inside of us that's tethering us down and taking us out of alignment. Or maybe we're plugged into collective emotion, collective fear, other people's emotions. And our emotions always also guide us to our right soul aligned decisions and choices. So when we have a block that's weighing us down and we always have blocks. I mean, unless you are here in human form, having an enlightened experience, which, you know, hey, I, I'm open to all things always being possible. So maybe it is your path to achieve that sort of true enlightenment, which I think ultimately means, I'm getting a yes for this, ultimately means that you are without any blocks. You are without any trauma blocks. You have basically healed from all blocks from all past lifetimes and from all ancestral lineage, okay? Most of us on planet aren't there yet. We're striving to get there, right? So blocks are just a part of our path. Blocks are a huge reason why we're here to release the blocks, to trigger them so we know that they're there because blocks can hide really well inside of our energy body. And then once they are triggered, you know, our work is to release them, right? And blocks are full of some sort of painful emotion. Sometimes it's trauma, so sometimes it's big emotion, and sometimes it's a nuance block is what I call them, and it's full of an irritant or an annoyance. Both blocks are important to release. And so what is going to guide us to our block? How we're feeling in outer world circumstance is going to trigger us, right? And it's going to trigger our block, and we're going to feel the contents of that block. We're going to feel sad or frustrated or traumatized or whatever it is. That is the emotional compass guiding us to the block. And that's the truth. And this is normally the time when the thoughts come in and tell us we shouldn't be feeling that way. Life is good. You have these things. It's a first world problem. Those thoughts aren't serving you. Your emotions always tell you the truth and they should always, always be honored and respected. And this gets to why emotion work is more effective. It's more powerful than thought work because our thoughts can convince us, especially if you get advanced in thought work, can really trip you up because your thoughts then can get very convincing. 
Like, hey, I'm in advanced. Like, let's say you're a thought work coach and you get very advanced at thought work and you get you have very clean thoughts that are always supporting you, uplifting you in some way. But underneath that, there's something. There's something. There's a low simmer of pain or anxiety or there's just this sort of contracting, heavy feeling that something's off. So your thoughts are in cleaned up and in ship shapes, but you feel when you sink into your body, something is feeling not 100% aligned. That is the truth. And that, my friends, is your energetic resonance. You don't resonate at the frequency of your thoughts. You resonate at the frequency of your emotions, and it's our energy that manifests our outer world circumstances. So our resonance is tied to the emotion we're feeling. And the more joyful the emotion, the higher we vibrate. So joy, gratitude, elation, love, certainly enlightenment. Those are the emotions that allow us to vibrate at the highest. When we're feeling Anger, resentment, fear, doubt, those are very low vibrational emotions. And here's a very critical point. Joyous emotions are not good (laughs) and painful emotions are not bad. We are not here to avoid pain and only have the positive emotions. We really are here in human form to experience the range. And if you ever are trying to avoid painful emotions, there is resistance present. And when resistance is present, you are not in alignment and you are not going to call those things into your experience. You're not going to manifest the things that your soul is yearning for, or at least you're going to push that manifestation farther into the future. You've likely heard the expression, that which we resist persists. (laughs) So if we resist feeling fear, we resist feeling pain, that pain will persist. So with that in mind, you can almost look at, at painful emotions as our divine guiding emotions, guiding us to that resistance and those blocks that we really need to release that's going to get us back into the high vibrational resonance. And that high vibrational resonance is what's going to call in those amazing things we want to experience in life and business. That's going to help us call in the love, the clients, the money, the know-how, the creativity, the ideas, the fill in the blanks, right? The high vibrational emotions are as the energy that's going to call that in. But you can't, the goal is not to be in high vibrations 100% of the time. The goal is to follow the emotions, which is essentially following the truth of where we are in a given moment. And how do we follow our emotions? We do it mindfully and we do emotion work. And this is why. For example, affirmations can work and they can work very, very well only if it triggers an emotional response that you want. 
So one of my big affirmations is I flow forward with joy and ease. I flow forward with joy and ease. I believe I got that years and years ago from Wayne Dyer. And it just like was like, whoa, I want that. (laughs) So whenever I say it, I will say it. I flow forward with joy and ease. And then I go into the body. Do I really feel like I'm flowing forward with joy and ease as I do this right now? No, I actually feel a little stuck right now. So this is good. We can, when we go through how to do emotion work, I, I feel some stuckness inside of me. So we'll release, I'll, I'll show you how to release stuckness or other painful emotions when we get to how to do emotion work. But this is a great example of how my affirmation isn't going to do so much for me if I say it in this moment. It's not necessarily going to hurt me, but it's not going to powerfully get me into the energy of flowing forward with joy and ease because something is stuck. That stuckness is an emotion. And that emotion is telling the truth of where I am in this moment. So that's why instead of focusing on doing thought work, you're leading with emotion work and allowing that to guide the thought work, which is going to give you a much truer picture of where you truly are. And this is where the thought work comes in handy because thought work definitely has a place. So this is how thoughts are helpful for us. Our thoughts can help us understand why a certain emotion is being triggered. The stories we tell ourselves trigger the emotions, right? So if you're feeling a certain way, you can ask yourself, why am I feeling this way, right? If you're feeling a certain amount of pain, you can go back to, all right, I'm feeling this anxiety. I'm feeling this overwhelm. What is the story I'm telling myself? But you're first tuning into the emotion. Getting clear on the emotion first helps you to tap into the truth. That way you can't ever convince yourself that you are somewhere else other than where you are. And that's how thought work can trip us up. When we start with our thoughts, we can convince ourselves we should be somewhere else. In this moment, your feelings are this. That's the truth. So what are your thoughts really telling you? That's how you can get like, I think we have our thoughts that we think we're thinking, and then we can really pull in the real thoughts, the real truth. We pull in the thoughts from our subconscious. We pull in the true stories that we tell ourselves that sometimes don't even make it to the conscious mind because, you know, we don't want to think it. Maybe it's too painful. Maybe the truth hurts. So we just, we get used to shoving things out of our conscious awareness. Well, emotion work doesn't let us do that. And that's a gift because this is how we can really get to true alignment. And on the flip side of that, with the affirmations, the words that we use can trigger an emotional response. So right now I'm feeling some stuckness, but if I didn't have that stuckness and I said, I flow forward with joy and ease, That's going to put me in the energetic vibration of flow. So those words and those affirmations do serve a very beautiful purpose. So it's about using thought work and words to help guide our emotions. However, we know that the truth is always in the emotion and we always start with the emotion. All right, that's a great segue to how to do emotion work. 
Well, if you guys have been in my audience for any amount of time, then you know I love a good five-step process. So I'm going to give you a very powerful five-step process that can fit into any busy day. You can do it while driving in a car or on a bus or walking your dog. It doesn't require a journal. It doesn't require 25 minutes of meditation. This is something that you can fit in the busiest of days, and I highly recommend you do try to fit this work in. All right, so here is the five-step process for doing emotional work. And this is very similar to the five-step process I use to release energy blocks. And essentially, that's what this process will also do for you. And it's just slightly nuanced. So either five-step process will work to help you tune into your emotions. Number one is identifying the emotion. And you simply ask the question, how am I feeling? Well, I think a lot of us have been trained to just be in sort of a neutral state. I think we we busy ourselves, we lose ourselves on our phones and in technology, so we don't have to deal with our emotions. So I think on the surface, when we ask that question, we'll normally get some form of neutral or sort of good, sort of bad, whatever. So if you don't get a strong response, then go to the second question, which is, how am I really feeling? Okay, like, When I slow down, sink into my body and just feel what's happening inside my body, how do I really feel? And that's when you want to identify what's there. And even if you cannot say, well, I feel frustrated, resentful, angry, hopeful, whatever, try, even if you can't name the emotion, try to identify it. That's the most important thing. Naming the emotion does help. But what's more important is feeling the emotion. So for me, I am feeling some sort of stuckness that is here. And to be honest, I had no idea when I started recording this. Like I always get into a pretty clear, clean vibrational space before I record any podcast episode. So I had no idea this stuckness was here, right? It was hiding inside of me. So that's that's what our emotions can do often. They kind of hide inside of us when we're not tuning into them. So my stuckness, I feel it. So I feel stuckness. That's step one. Step number two, and this is where the thought work comes in. What is the thought or the story that's triggering this feeling? So you see here, we're leading with the feelings, not with the thoughts, because it's going to tell a truer story. And it's going to point us to what we're resonating, our true energetic resonance in that moment, because our emotions dictate or are a reflection of how we are vibrating energetically, okay? So when you think about your highest goals and dreams and aspirations, if you look into, if you get a vision of your life for the future, that's you achieving all of your highest goals and dreams, you probably see in that vision Emotional states of joy, creativity, connection, contribution, abundance, love, exhilaration, adventure, whatever you see. And if you're not vibrating in that resonance today, and in fact, if your energetic resonance is that of lack, fear, overwhelm, scarcity, that is the future 
you're going to manifest situations in your experience that is a reflection of your dominant resonance of today. Okay. Again, why emotion work is so important. So getting back to step two, what is the thought triggering the feelings? So I'm just going to ask, what is the thought triggering the stuckness? So I had to sit with that for a while. And what came through is I'm not sure how to be in this new energy. So there is new energy coming on planet that's very high vibrational. And it's ushering in a golden age that we've never experienced before in the way it's arriving now. So it's uncharted territory. And I feel called to be a leader and a light worker to help usher this time in. And I didn't realize this, but once I slowed down, and identified the feeling and allowed the feeling to tell me the story, I'm now realizing that I have this, I had this inner thought and this inner feeling. I'm not sure how to be in this new energy. And so that's certainly going to take me out of alignment to my soul's highest dreams and aspirations. So now that I've identified the thought, that's step two, you go to step three, and I want you to imagine that that thought is a hundred percent true. Because again, thought work can try to convince you that the thought is not true. Well, that's not true. You know how to be in this energy. Come on, you've done it before. But no, I. You, this is not the time you want the inner cheerleader to kick in. This is the time that you want to go into those moments in time where you're, the thoughts that, and stories that you're telling yourself, consciously or subconsciously, that is triggering a painful emotion you want to imagine that it's a hundred percent true. You want to lean into the shadow, into those moments and times where it feels 100% true. And then that gets you in the space to fully feel the emotion for about 60 seconds. You want to pause all other things for about one minute and you want to invite that feeling that's inside of you to the surface of your skin. It's like you're pulling it out of the depths of you to be fully felt. And this is how you release. It's a feel and release, feel and release. So then that's when you go into step four. You're imagining that the thought is 100% true. So in my case, I'm not sure how to be in this new energy. I'm going to imagine that's 100% true. And I'm going to feel the feelings that triggers for about 60 seconds. And if you've identified a thought for yourself, I want you also to imagine that it's 100% true and then feel with me now for about 60 seconds. And I'm just imagining I'm bringing all the stuckness to the surface of my skin. Kind of there's, I feel like an unsureness. It's kind of like, I just, I don't know. So it's created this, the, the, the strongest feeling of stuck. So that's definitely going to prevent me from flowing forward with joinees, Yeah. So I'm just feeling the stuckness. I invite you to feel the feels and you just stay with the feeling for as long as you need to until the feeling, until the emotional intensity starts to go down. It doesn't mean that the emotion is gone. It just means the intensity has reached its peak and now it's starting to go down. And this is when I want you to look inside and notice if you see or sense an energetic cord connecting you to this story, connecting you to this block connecting you to these painful emotions. And if you're not sure, go ahead and ma imagine there's one there and you want to cut that cord, cut it all the way through. Sometimes our cords don't want to be cut, but if you see the cord, it really does mean it's ready 
So get a sharper object in your mind's eye, get a blowtorch. I cut my cords with energy crystals, so I just get a bigger energy crystal when I can't cut my cord. Actually, this one's kind of tough. So I just got a massive energy crystal and it just cut all the way through, just like butter. So no matter how tough or thick your cord is, if you imagine a sharper object in your mind's eye, the cord will ultimately cut all the way through. And this cord cutting step is really important because it's, a, first of all, it's symbolic. I am ready to release whatever it is I've been holding on to that's not serving me anymore. So that's the first thing. And secondly, the cord is connecting us to either a block, either, you know, a past lifetime trauma, ancestral trauma, collective fear. And to be honest, you don't really have to know what the cord is connecting you to. It can be useful to follow the cord. But in most situations, all you really need to do is cut the cord. And as a bonus step, you can send all the energy that's not yours. So this is a situation where you might be plugged into a collective fear or pain. You want to send all the energy, all the painful energy that's not yours back to where it came from. And then you call all of your energy back to you. So that's a bonus step that's always, always a good idea to do after you cut a cord. Again, you send all the energy that that's not yours back and you call all of your energy that is yours back to you. And then you go to step five, deep breath, long, deep inhales, long, deep exhales, let it go. This is when we're really releasing and you go back to the heart space and you tune into your heart space. And this is sort of a bonus part of step five. If you feel so called, ask your higher self for a message of truth. So I just had an illusion. The illusion that I just released was, I'm not sure how to be in this new energy. I don't think that that's a true statement. And that was triggering a stuckness. Well, I've released that stuckness. And now I'm back in my heart space. And I'm asking my heart space to give me a message of truth, of truth. And let me see what I receive. So I just received, you will always lead the way and you will always know exactly how to lead the way. And when I feel into that, that feels so true. And I suspect because that message is coming through right now, that message is also for you. You will always lead the way and you always know how to lead the way. And if I go back to my mantra, I flow forward with joy and ease. How does that mantra make me feel? It makes me feel like I'm in flow. Now I'm back in flow. Now I've released that block because of my emotional guidance system. My emotions guided me to the truth, to a block I had no idea was inside of me. And if you would have asked me, Allison, how do you think you feel in this moment? If I wouldn't have tuned into my emotions, I would have said, I feel great. I think I feel great. I feel amazing. But that wasn't the truth. When I paused and sunk into my body, then I could feel the stuckness and the stuckness pointed me to the story. That is how our emotions can be so powerful in so many ways. Our emotions dictate our energetic resonance. Our dominant energetic resonance aligns us to our outer world. So wherever emotion we're spending a majority of our day in, 
that's going to attract our outer world circumstances. So if you are spending most of your day in a true energy of joy, flow, abundance, and not thought work that's saying, I am joyful, I am abundant, but your energetic resonance isn't reflecting that, your outer world is always going to reflect that truth of your energetic resonance. And the truth of your energetic resonance is your emotions. So when we do get into the joy of our experience and we're vibrating high, that is truly when we go into flow, our intuitive gifts are open, and we truly start to align with joy and ease and we flow forward with joy and ease towards our soul's highest dreams and aspirations. All right, dear friends, I told you this was a powerful one. My invitation for you this week is to go through the five-step emotion work process every day for the next three days, just the next three days, and then see how it feels. If it feels good to do this once a day, once a week, once a month, then incorporate it into your practice. So just to review the bidding, the five-step process, step one, how am I feeling? How am I really feeling? Step two, what is the thought that's triggering these feelings? Step three, imagine that the thought is 100% true. Step four, lean into all the emotions that that triggers and feel the feels for 60 to 90 seconds. When the emotional wave starts to come down, cut the energetic cord. And step five, deep breaths, go to the heart space and ask your higher self for a message of truth. All right, my dear ones, that's all I have for you today. But before I wrap up, I do want to read a review. And this is coming from Raquel, who I did interview on the show. I had the honor of being interviewed by Allison, and wow, she's a highly talented, intuitive, and amazing host. Her interviews are fun and super practical. I love how she bridges 3D to 5D for healers and spiritual workers to get out into the world. Thank you so much, Raquel. And if you're feeling like you're receiving from this podcast, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review and I will read your review on the air. The most common place to, to leave reviews is Apple Podcasts or iTunes. And if you're not an Apple user, you can also leave a review at CastBox, C-A-S-T-B-O-X, as well as PodChaser and Podcast Addict. And those links are in the show notes if you are not an Apple user. And if you do have an Apple product, you can leave a review at iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And again, we will read your kind words. Thank you in advance on the air. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. Are you ready to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days? Then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency, dissolve the doubt, and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve. Find a link to download on my website, allisonscammell.com, 
as well as in the show notes.